Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. Tonight we launch our soon-to-be-famous five. Although these two superstars already are very famous. From the world of boxing, the Newark and Sherwood Junior Sportsperson of the Year, Sam Harday, and alongside him, the Radio Newark Sport Guest of 2019, Josh Burkett. How good is it? That's the good, now the bad. Tony Smith's here tonight. We are live on FM, DAB and around the world online and now on Instagram. This is the renowned Radio Newark Sport. And we start with the names in the news. Even better than that, we start with breaking news. The four A's have won the British Canoeing National Award for Impact on Equality and Diversity. This follows the winning of the Regional Award last November. They are all due to go to the British Canoeing Dinner held in Nottingham on a Saturday in March. Isn't that fantastic? Absolutely fantastic. Four A's, as we've always said, the best in the country. New York Tennis Club men's seconds played away at Woodthorpe over the weekend and despite winning 43 games, couldn't quite get over the line for the victory that they deserved. The big not fast story of the weekend was Nick Harrison taking part in the Dopey Challenge. A four-day series of races at Walt Disney Resort in Florida, covering a total distance of 48.6 miles. I should think more from Dave uh, with the Not Fast report in a few minutes' time. But if you're going to run four days on the trot, you may as well go somewhere nice to do it. Jaguars Wheelchair Basketball Club found their scoring form at the weekend as they beat the Aces 119-21 in Division 1 South. Mark Blackman top scoring with 48 points for the Jags. And the Jags 2 was also victorious in their North Division securing a 41-29 win at home to the Stoke Spitfires. 23 points there for a name that you'll know very well off this show, Chris Hassel. And despite the rain staying away today, Collingham's match at Station Road against Harworth has been postponed. The pitch remains waterlogged after yesterday's deluge. And not much better news coming from Lowfields. They've already postponed tomorrow's under-23 match. Lowfields, apparently, at the moment, a quagmire. I think um, the grass pitches have got to the stage where they're just saying, no more, we can't take any more. Yeah, I mean, there's standing water everywhere you go, but, I mean, it must be um, shocking at South Normanton because they've lost so many matches this season and we lost our game there last night. It's, um... But more breaking news. 
our league game. That's not tonight, that's for tomorrow night. Is it? Yes, that's for tomorrow night. Oh, well, I just, yes. you know. No, no, no. You, you started to be breaking news. That's in tomorrow no, night. Just start chipping. Right, the big stories of the day that's not Newark-based. England all-rounder Ben Stokes has been named as Player of the Year by the International Cricket Council. Stokes, um, who was man of the match when England won the World Cup in dramatic fashion against uh, New Zealand. He also scored 135 in a thrilling victory over Australia at Headingley. And apparently the last 12 months have been the best of his career, he says. It's been an incredible bond between the teammates and it's satisfying that you can accomplish these superb highs together. Which I suppose, after a year of lows, is all credit to the man. Yeah, it's been a remarkable comeback, but not just in the uh, in the distant past, but in the, in the last Test match in South Africa, it was outstanding, contributing with the bat and the ball. He can catch a ball nearly as well as both of them. Well, basically, it's going to be an absolute cracking game that starts in Port Elizabeth tomorrow. Can't wait for that one. Australia pace bowler Pat Cummins was named um, Test Player of the Year, while the Indian captain Virat Kohli was given the Spirit of Cricket Award for asking fans not to boo Australian batsman Steve <laughs> Smith, who was retaining after a one-year ban for his cheating. Don't say that there, but it does on my script. Um, I'm not having that, I'm sorry, I'm not having that. A Spirit of Cricket for asking people not to boo a cheat. No, it's, it's I'm not, not having that. The spirit of cricket is about not cheating. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm, I'm, I'll go with the Stokes thing, but I'm, I am not going. Uh, uh. I'm not going with that one. A League One side Shrewsbury set up an FA Cup fourth round home tie with Liverpool by upsetting Bristol City. That was brilliant. They actually won one nil and scored the winner um, in the 89th minute. Apparently. Um, Shrewsbury's players were engulfed by fans at full time after yeah. securing the title against uh, the tie against the Premier League um, leaders and the Shrewsbury manager Sam Rickett said he believes his side can beat Liverpool well, even it, though the European and world champions are unbeaten in the top flight for 12 months well if he's got a women formula he shouldn't be managing Shrewsbury no it's basically uh, he was very excitable in his interview afterwards but Liverpool at the minute the best team in the world so good luck Sam it, 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 it will be a great occasion for the club in general players and myself yeah, well first, yeah I'll give them that one the first 10 minutes will be yeah, yeah I think we can beat Liverpool oh stranger things have happened but um, well, uh, Forest won the world the European Cup twice didn't they twice actually yeah. mm. uh, the game I watched a, a little bit of last night of course was um, was Newcastle I know it was only Rochdale but I was so pleased for Joel Linton when he actually scored his first goal in 20 games at 40 million at 40 million quid but let's just hope that let's just hope that's um, that's a, a kick <laughs> but the thing I didn't realise let's, what, hope uh, go, let's hope he goes yeah. the same way as Almira because he can't stop scoring he now can't, uh, um, Newcastle have not gone beyond the fourth round since 2006. That's shocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an absolute disgrace. Yeah. For, for a club of that nature. Uh. 2006. Boston United's done better. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they couldn't get past Rochdale. They should have. <laughs> He's mumbling, mumbling away in the corner. There he is. <laughs> oh, dear. But, uh, yeah. Um, Shrewsbury need to have, Shrewsbury have a fantastic day, won't they? But I would well, be amazed if they actually won. It's the only football club in the country that's a bit like Southall, mm. isn't it? Is it Shrewsbury or Shrewsbury? Well, it's Shrewsbury on this show. <laughs> um, one thing, I mean, Joshua, um, we, 
because they've got a new grand now, haven't they? They they moved from Gay Meadow, yeah, um, a few years ago because that was uh, alongside the the river, wasn't yeah. it? The, the, there's actually a guy in a coracle. Yes, right. right. Yeah. The yeah. River. Um, I went there with the knots under 18s when um, Gary Atwood was playing. And I think that's probably the best match I've ever seen Gary Atwood have. It went to extra time. It was Shropshire against Gary Atwood for 120 minutes. And I think in the end they managed to squeeze one one <laughs> one past him in, <laughs> um, in extra time. But it was a, it, it, it was a fantastic... I, I, I talked to Josh, about, as I said before, going with the county FA is something... Mm. It is something special because you've got the blazers and the ties, and you know you have to, uh, you you have to every, everything. It makes it yeah. a special day. And I, I, I do like. Anyway, we've chosen five youngsters who we believe could follow the likes of Amy Hunt and Jess Weaver. Um, I'm Jess Weaver, Olivia Whitelaw, Amelia Crispin, and really hit the big stage in sport. Um, You've chosen very badly for a programme made of this, haven't you? I've, I've gone with a couple of easy picks to start with, well, haven't you, I? You've gone with people who are already sports stars of Newark, haven't you? Know, you know, I, you know I, I mean, it's, it's just a bit like saying, you know, who, <laughs> who's going to win the league? Well, Liverpool, well, you know, my two sports stars, are the, my uh, first two picks of the sports stars of the future, I'm just about, uh, it's not going to be difficult, is it? What was it next week? Jürgen Klopp? Uh, I've got... <laughs> it's, better than it, it's, it, it's, it's girl power next week, mate. Is it? Girl power next week. Um, so you're in better behave yourself. Right, here we go. I'm um, in Selston. On Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. The match is at Selston. It, it won't get played. I shouldn't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You always get totty when I'm not here. I don't know uh, what I shouldn't worry about the fact <laughs> that it's at Selston. Right. Um, Sam Hardy and Josh Burkett both in the studio tonight. Um, Birthday boy on, on Monday. Josh has turned 16. He's already told Sam where he's sitting in, in, in the studio. So yep. he's, he's obviously yep. taking control of the evening. Um, so, <laughs> Mr. Birthday boy, happy birthday. Um, guest of the year for last year. So, no pressure on you at all to carry on exactly, um, yeah. the form. What I want to do, first of all, with both of you, is let's have a look back at 2019 and tell us some of the, the highlights from last year alright I'll go first then yes um, you are I'll put yeah. pressure on you on. right yeah so 2019 overall was a really good year really good year for me uh, obviously had a decent season with Boston played really well uh, met all my targets got picked to represent Nottinghamshire uh, just doing really well and everything really like I started doing better at school and stuff and yeah just everything's good had a really good season Oh, the, yeah. The the Boston thing. Yeah. Um, how long have you been there now? Well, I signed at under-14s in, like, April, so towards the end of the season at under-14s. So, under-15s is my first full season there, and then obviously now I'm at under-16s, so I've been there, like, just over two years. And um, let's just talk about the cup competitions and the league that you're in, because it's not just playing friends, is it? No, first no, First no. of all, let's... The, you're playing in a, a league. What is the league? So the league is the Junior Premier League. So in our league we've got Bradford City, Doncaster Rovers, uh, obviously Boston United, Leeds, Huddersfield. We've got really, really strong teams in our league. And York City, like all sides like that. And we currently sit uh, in a really strong position. We've only lost one game all season. That was against York, but that was just a real, real off day. But everyone else we've, we've beat... And we drew with Geisley, who were the team who were top of the league. They're a really, really strong side. So we're doing really well in the league. And obviously, we're favourites to win the Lincolnshire County Cup. 
and we're into the quarterfinals, so we're on track with that. And well, well, just in, interrupting, I mean, I, I couldn't get to it, and I was devastated they couldn't get to it, but yeah. wh- when the draw came and Boston United under-16s will play against um, RHP oh, under-16s, no. I mean, what? <laughs> you can't write it, can you? I know, there was, uh, obviously, I couldn't believe it, because Gary Atwood, i seen Gary Atwood, like, a week before the draw, and he says, I guarantee you, we get you in the first round, because that's our luck, we'll get the best team well, the so-called best team was in the first round because that's just new at luck and that's our luck. And obviously then, a week later, I see it that we've got RHP away and it's like, oh, it's away. And everyone's like, oh, travelling now and half to play in the county cup against the Sunday League team. I'm like, five minutes away. <laughs> turn up. <laughs> you can cope with that, can't you? Yeah. I wa- first time I've walked to a game in about three years. Uh, turned up, did the job, kept the ball, played it on the floor, won 3-0, beat the best... Sunday League team in Lincolnshire comfortably, so. And any, I mean, you'd know them all, don't you? So was yeah, it, was it a bit yeah. of banter? Yeah, there's a lot of banter. There's a lot of banter going on. I was getting some stick, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed like playing. Well, not playing with my friends, but playing like against my friends yeah. in that kind of environment where I can have a joke with my friends and still win. It's great. <laughs> in, in a few minutes' time, we're going to find out what 2020's got yeah. in store for you because there's some um, some massive changes to yeah. you personally and. And, and your football, isn't they? Yeah, yeah. But before that, let's have a look back at 2019 with uh, one of Europe's top boxers. Sam, um, it was a good year for you. Yeah, very good year. Tell, talk me through some of the highlights. Uh, the first big thing was winning the Nationals at the uh, start of the year. That was the biggest thing. Uh, won a stopped a boy in the semi-finals, and then in the finals won by unanimous, unanimous decision. So that that l- launched you on on the big stage, really, didn't it? Yeah. In in in, in junior boxing. Yeah. What what followed that? Cause it, then England sort of come knocking on the door. Yeah. Then you got after you win the finals. Um, I got a letter to um, to go to the Sheffield, like where all the England people go, where um, it was doing a uh, to go to, to go to the Europeans. And you spar different people who, who won like in different categories, and like around your weight and around your age to like to be the best to go to the Europeans, and I got picked. So that was good. Carry on. And then um, I went to the Europeans, won two and lost one. So it's good for me. Talking to Dean, the loss was. Um, yeah, it was. Um, I don't know what I can say it on the radio. Undeserved, shall we yeah, say that? Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> In my opinion, I thought I won it, but it's close. Maybe rematch soon. Tony always tells me that um, it, on certain occasions you have to knock somebody out to win because you're never going to get the points decision. Yes, if is that just him saying that, or is there a uh, is is that if you're away from home? If you're away from home, yeah, sometimes it can be really dodgy, really dodgy. But aren't these officials supposed to be neutral? Yeah, yeah, but some of them aren't. Same with football. Yeah, I know. Some I know you have aren't. dodgy officials in football. I know. <laughs> some decisions you won't believe it some decisions you would not believe it a girl in the final in the European she, she smashed a girl gave her like two cards and she lost by unanimous so it didn't work out it's just it's, I don't know it's, it, it seems crazy to me so you went to the Europe and you, you come back with a bronze bronze medal a yeah. bronze medal didn't you so that was fantastic and then <clears throat> and then towards the end, end of the year um, you find yourself standing on stage winning another award yeah that was good, yeah. Um, I think 
I'm not sure who was more proud, actually, <laughs> you or Mum. <laughs> well, I, I do know who was more proud, yeah, and she's more. sitting out there, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um, would you rather be standing in front of 200 people receiving something like that, or, get, or getting a boxing ring? Uh, I don't know, it's an odd one. Probably knew it, because I'm proud to be representing my country, but... <laughs> I don't know, it's an odd one, yeah. It turned out to be a good night, didn't it, really, with, um... With Dean winning an award as yeah, um, as, yeah, as, as well deserved as well. So that's absolutely fantastic. So that sets that sets both of you up for a 2020, which it's not make or break year, but this 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 year is going to define where you're going sport wise. I think yeah, massive, for, yeah. for both of yeah. of you. But before we do that one, where are we education wise? Uh, so me, I'm doing my GCSEs this year. I'm in a strong position. Well, I am now in a strong position. I wasn't. I just used to mess around at school and stuff. But I'm good now. And uh, I've predicted a seven in English. Well, seven in one English and a six, so like an A and a B. And I've just got to try really hard to pass math, pass math, <laughs> pass maths. And then I've got like all my other GCSEs hopefully to follow up with as well. So will I'll, you need certain levels to carry on to bo- to Boston? Uh, they recommend getting certain levels, uh, and so I get more free time with my family because obviously I'll be moving away. I need to pass. So if I go and pass, if I fail, failed English and maths, then that's like six hours more education a week. They'll still take you. Yeah, they'll still take me. Okay. But that's like six right. hours more education a week. So it's like I'd have to. That's more less time at home. So so it, 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 it's knuckle down time. Yeah, and, and time and get yeah. this bit right. Yeah, yeah. You're a year younger. No, two years. Two younger. years younger. Yeah, is that that's why bosses you about? Is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So you're two years younger. Um, it's a box, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> I'll be alright. <laughs> and, and bearing my mum's out there listening to every word. How important is education? Uh, very. Just <laughs> 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 looked over his shoulder, though. Yeah, he did look over his shoulder. <laughs> um, it is important in the fact that. God forbid, but you could get injured. Yeah, e- either of you or anybody can get injured, and that's the end of the sporting career. But yeah. if the sporting career carries on panning out like Mr. Sugden tells me it's going to pan out, then I won't say you won't need it. But um, uh, to, to you, is 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 how important is school? Well, I don't really enjoy school. It's a bit boring, but it's one of the things that you have to do. It's something that gets you through the day until you get down the gym. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. I was pretty much the same as... Uh, I didn't go to the gym, but... Uh, yeah, I found school boring as well. But, yeah, it is. But, uh, it's not as important as sport. It, uh, no. <laughs> I've worked out you don't always need a good education. Some people in this room have had a decent education. And look at them now. OK, we're going to get back to um, the boys, the superstars, in a couple of minutes' time. Um, but first, um, we're going to... Not fast, Dave Farger. Um, lots to tell us including Disney World. Dave, good evening. Good evening, Mick. How are you? I'm good, thanks to you. I'm very well indeed, thank you. Um, yeah, there's quite a bit to say. Um, still relatively quiet in the running season. Start off with park runs. We had 44 club members over 10 different park runs, so good turnout. Personal bests for David Baker, Amy Borrell, Joanne Boddy, Leanne Lawson and Emily Baker-Gaunt. Uh, Madeline Comby, she took part in the Oundle or Oundle New Year 10K. She completed that in one hour, 16.33. Now, moving on a little bit further afield, we had Nick Harrison. He took part in the Dopey Challenge, 
which is a four-day series of races, uh, race, races, races across Walt Disney Resort in Florida. Uh, total distance covered was 48.6 miles. On the first day, he ran a 5K, one hour 18.33. On day two, it was 10K, one hour 53.37. Day three was a half marathon, three hours 28.01. And day four was a full marathon in six hours 50.47. Now, one key thing to mention here, Mick, is that those times are taking into account a lot of waiting around and queuing. There's some rides in between uh, some sections of the running. There's posing with some of the characters. So Nick did want to mention that those those times are indicative of a quite a lengthy delay in some of the races. Other than that, we have the standard um, East Midlands Cross Country at Home Pierpoint on Sunday just gone. I'm not going to go through all the members, but we will have all the results on the uh, Not Fast website and Radio Newark website. Uh, and that's pretty much it for the week gone. I forgot to put the mic up. Right. <laughs> he's, no, he's not He's not going away with the fact that um, he spoke to Mickey Mouse halfway through a race. That delayed him. He is. He is. I've seen the pictures. I've seen proof. You see, you've seen him talking to Mickey Mouse. I've seen him talking to some sort of Disney character. I'm not familiar with Disney myself, <laughs> but it was something with big ears and a big nose, <coughs> and it wasn't a human, so it was definitely a character. There you go, then. That that That's obviously what delayed him. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go and do that, it, there's worse places, isn't there? There is a lot worse places, and I think the temperature range was quite drastic as well. From when he started to when he finished, there was a, a difference of something like 20 degrees or so. So while you lot were sort of wading through the mud at home Pierpont and the likes, and he was there sunning himself, having, was. having a, one of the rides, hey, I tell you, I don't know where I'd rather be. <laughs> so would I. So would I. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully it's going to start drying out a little bit. That, that, that might be nice for everybody, and... Um, as cross-country championship season really gets into its stride. Indeed, indeed. And um, you're, you're, you've got a big race coming up soon, haven't you? I have, so we've still got this call next Wednesday. I fly out on Thursday to take part in the Marrakesh Half Marathon, which should be a nice, good temperature. I think it's roughly uh, early 20s, um, so I'll be running through Marrakesh, in the heat and trying to avoid camels and whatever's thrown at me. Right. Well, okay. I, I, on the visions of what camels can throw at you, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you next week. Lovely. Thanks, Mick. Thanks. Bye bye. Goodbye. That's Dave there with all the not fast news. I'm Mick Bradley. He's Tony Smith. This is Radio Note Sport with our great friends at Smith's Timber. And yet another reminder. Now my grandchildren have shown me how to do it. We're now on Instagram. These two ones, they threw straight in there, but I still can't figure out how it works properly. Right, um, Josh, um, we've done 2019. Yeah, it's done. 2020 is going to be absolutely momentous for you. Yeah, uh, 2020 is going to be a massive year for me. Uh, starting with, in February, uh, going to Arizona with the under-19s, playing, obviously, in America living with a different American family, just a random American family, living with them for a week, playing in a tournament, playing three years up, playing in a college game with fr- over 300 scouts there. Uh, it's going to be amazing. <coughs> I'm making my 
well, I don't know if I'm making my debut yet, but I've been called up for the under-19s on Wednesday the 22nd, uh, now because I'm 16 and I'm allowed to play. So that's a massive thing as well, playing against Darlington. Uh, I've also obviously finished in school and starting my uh, youth team scholarship at Boston United, so that's another massive thing. Uh, potentially living in Boston for a few times a week. There's studying. a downside to everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why studying, uh, why studying uh, at Boston College and obviously playing football full-time is going to be amazing. And obviously continuing playing for Nottinghamshire, trying to get qualification for the like finals, which is at City Ground and Pride Park. Does so, this mean we might start seeing Grandad at football matches again when you're uh, in Wisconsin? I'm, yeah, Boston? I can confirm that to everyone in the week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we obviously. do miss seeing him, you know. I know, I know. Uh, he should be back as of next season. He, should be back. <laughs> he will return. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he will return. Yeah. Um, you also, we started talking about um, the league that you're in, and you're doing very well in that, but you're yeah. also still in, in the National Cup and yeah. uh, a cracking draw. Yeah. Uh, if you can get past that. Yeah, the big boys await. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we beat uh, Milton Keynes, MK Dons, in the last round. We went to MK Dons, going there last season in the National Cup and getting played off the park, losing two 0 But it's one of them games where you walk off and you're like, this could have been five or six. Like these were really, really strong side. We went there. We all said to each other before before the game, we're going to go here. We're going to give it everything we've got. Anything can happen. First minute, ball gets fired up. They pump one up. I put set the standards, massive big tackle, win the ball, take the player. He's the player's done. He don't want to continue, so that's all good. And then we uh, carry on playing. <laughs> Where have I heard this before from the Burkett family? <laughs> uh, we score, uh, we score. It's scenes. Everyone's going crazy. It's great. And then we score again. It's two 0 And then uh, Harry Chapman pulls out a heroic penalty save, gets the ball, throws it up to our fullback. Goal three 0 Game over. Light work, and then we was all looking at the draw to see who we're going to get in the next round. All these like big teams and everything. Oh, we might get Leeds, we might get Huddersfield. Oh, we could get Doncaster. All this turns out we've got Sutton Coalfield, <laughs> so uh, one of the lowest ranked teams left in the competition alongside us, and uh, we've been drew against them. So that's on the twenty fifth of January. And where's that at? Boston. So, so you've got we've got, every, yeah, we've got everyone, every, all the other age groups coming down to watch. So there'll be a lot of people there. If we win that, it's all us. We when can, can do when it. when do you move to from York Street? Uh, at the end of the season. At the end of the season. Yeah, 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 yeah. All being well. Yeah, end of the season. What's the new grand booking? Oh, I, I, it's amazing. Like if you, you now you're on Instagram, you can see this. Oh right, yeah. you see mo- <laughs> modern technology. Yeah, yeah. You follow Boston on Instagram, you can see it. The stadium is coming along so good. It looks really smart. Top of the range. I'm, that's where we're going to be based next season because it's like going to be uh, like the stadium. And there's going to be like an artificial pitch outside the ground, like change rooms and everything for us. It looks really, really smart. I'll show you some pictures afterwards. It's really smart. Unbelievably good. So looking forward to 2020. Good stuff. So there's a lot to come um, from Josh in, in, in 2020. Um, I also think it might be a big year for, for Sam because he's... It, 2019 was that breakthrough year. and But now people are expecting it from him and that that's a whole different set of problems for you isn't it because it's yeah. not sam who anymore yeah it's more pressure exactly now yeah. I, I i don't for one minute think that's going to be a problem for you yeah. um but w- what is on the cards for this year um uh, 2020 
Uh, I got a fight in February, just to warm up for the championships. Um, so I've got the nationals again. I'm still in school, boys. So hopefully it'll be three years on the trot. Then if I win that, um, I'll be back. I'll be back at the Europeans. Hopefully I get gold medal. Where's the Europeans this year? Um, I don't know. I think it's in Paris. Oh, that's nice. Because it's Ukraine last year. I mean, yeah. Well, mum be all right in Paris. She'll enjoy that. Yeah, I know. Um, okay. Where were you with Dean then? Will you be allowed to stop with with Suggy's gym? Yeah, yeah, Dean, yeah, yeah or, or, or because of your England... What I'm really getting at, because of the England connections, will they want to coach you, or will they be happy to let Dean continue yeah, in Dean his was, excellent coaching? Yeah. Because I know on some of these that the higher up the go, you go, you tend to lose the people that you've been with all the time because yeah, the, the national go, coaches. You, yeah, the higher up you go, like, people like Josh, he stays over there, and in Sheffield, they stay over there, and they stay over for, like, camps and all sorts, like, three-week camps, months camps, as long as they need you to stay, to train. But you will always go back? Yeah, always, yeah. Because I would probably hazard a guess that without Dean, you wouldn't no. be anywhere where you are. Exactly. That, that's the goal, is it? Yeah, that's I mean, we'll stop with... We'll come back to Josh and with his thoughts for the future, but where you're concerned... Yeah. Um... Once you get that nasty thing called school out of the way, yeah, um, the, you want to be a prof- you've already got it into your head. You want yeah, to be a professional I boxer. Be. I want to be the best. I mean, I've heard Dean say that the potential is there to go all the way. Yeah, um, we've already said you need to stop injury free and you need to keep the love of your sport. And, and that's another thing. And Tony, just it, it's great these two so enthusiastic now. But people do fall out of love with their sport a little bit, especially now we, we start kids at such a young age on their sports road. People get sort of tired of it when they get late teens and there's all other things. I, I mean, I don't think these two will for one minute, but it's, that's, that's an hazard in front of them, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, but basically, when when other things come into your life, then, then life changes. But if you if you love your sport, then you'll do anything for it, including getting out of bed at sort of five in the morning to go for a training run for ten miles, or whatever it involves. It, it, it doesn't become it, it it doesn't become an issue unless you fall out of love with the sport, and then you get to five o'clock in the morning and think, I can't really bother getting out of bed at this mm. time in the morning to do something, just so I might sort of look good in the tenth round next week. But if you, if you, if you don't lose that love of the sport, then it's, it's in your system for life. And that's why, particularly in sports like boxing, you get people coming back at the age of 35, at the age of 40, at the age of 45, and still want to be involved with the sport because it's, it's in your blood. It's, 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 it means that much to you. I take it your biggest disappointment was in 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 the Ukraine in in your short life and your short career so far. Yeah. Um, it's got to be. I, I say that we we we. I guess last night was a uh, a lady runner from not fast, and she set herself a goal of running at least one mile a day for one thousand consecutive days. Yeah, and she got to nine hundred and seventy one before she got injured and couldn't do any more. Oh. I mean that's devastating. 
How devastated was you in oh. the Ukraine when, when A, you got beat and B, you got robbed? Very. Because all, all the teammates are getting gold medals and you think, oh, I could have been there, I could have been on the top of the podium. But I've always got next year, so get better and go back and get it. How long did it take you to get over it? Uh, about a week. Probably not a week. That's not bad. That's not bad. It takes what? me a week to get off from when we lose a game. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what, what's, what's, I mean, everybody loses at football. He found that out with Flo Save on Saturday. <laughs> it, it happens. That's yeah. why it's the sport that, you know, we I all hate love. Losing. I hate it. <coughs> worst thing that is. The worst thing in the world. There's nothing worse for me than walking off that pitch, going to shake hands, having to look them in the eyes, knowing they've got one on me. I hate it. But do you do it? I do it. Good lad. I always do it. Good lad. But there's nothing worse. I hate it. And oh, this one they got that smile on the face, and I was just like, oh, I hate it. <laughs> nothing worse. And then when you get in the car and you've got my granddad, just oh, <laughs> <laughs> he hates it just as much as me. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing worse. But your granddad never was the best loser. No, he's, no, he's, no. I think I got. I, I want to fork. He's mellowed an awful lot on no, that score. I can't. I do feel sorry for my mum when I get home because like my granddad will drop me off. <laughs> My granddad will go and have a go at my nana because just because we've lost, and then <laughs> I, I'll uh, I'll have be Marty all day with my mum, and then I'll go and see my girlfriend, be Marty with her. It's just Marty with everyone because I hate losing. I hate it. It's the worst thing I mean, both of you, you shouldn't celebrate when you get beat, and you shouldn't laugh and joke when you get beat. But no. you've also got to get better. Be when you disappointed. Get beat. Find out what went wrong. Yeah, and try yeah, and put it right yeah, next yeah. time. That's the best thing. Yeah. The best thing about well, there's no good thing about losing, but the best thing about losing is losing and then knowing when you can go you're going to go back there and like win it happened last season like we got beat 3-0 at home by this team the Silver MK team and we got beat 3-0 at home and then we went there we beat them 4-0 and that was the best feeling in the world knowing that you've been beat once but you've gone back to their place and took everything off them it's like it's amazing it's the best feeling when when you when you win you don't learn anything, do you? That, no. that, that you was... Just, you just celebrate. That, that's where I was... When going. you lose, you learn a heck of a lot. Yeah, you learn so much more from when you lose. Mm. But, like me and Sam said, we don't like school, so learning is <laughs> 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 not the best. <laughs> but when you when you win, you all sit together and you go, oh, that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But when you lose, you all sit together and go, where did that go wrong? Yeah, yeah. And then, then you start learning. Yeah, you can't... Yeah, it's constructive... Like, yeah. you, and your mm. constructive criticism as well, like, it all comes together and you... You normally, after a loss, a lot of teams either go on a bit of a, like, drop off a little bit, don't they? And some teams, like, respond straight away. And I think, like Tony said, when teams respond, like, and even any sport, any sports person, when they respond as in the mindset, like Tony said, like, where did we go wrong? How did this happen? Then you go on a winning one. It's like, if you don't sort that out, as soon as that's happened, if you, like, let's say you get beat at football on Saturday morning, if that's not discussed and sorted by Saturday afternoon, you've got problems because... You haven't got enough time to sort it out. It's got to be sorted out straight away, fresh slate, get it done, get it out of your system. Do you learn more from a defeat, Sam, yeah, than, you than a victory? Yeah, a lot more. Go back to the gym and uh, the whole class, Dean will say, go back on your fight, what you did good and what you did bad, and the whole class will practice it. And the best thing that, um, not the best thing, but when I was, I think it was 9-0, uh, and 0, I was fighting someone... Uh, that had uh, a lot more fights than me, and he and he, he hadn't lost a fight, and um, he beat me. But that's the best thing that could happen to me because I improved so much from that. 
so much. Probably got me to where I was now because I improved. Because that much. of of a because of a defeat, yeah, a, a defeat, and what and what you learn from from, from that, that fight, yeah, defeat. There you are, Tony. Fosu have learned from last weekend to be all right. Well, I I have never felt blacker than I did on Saturday after that final whistle. Never felt as despondent about sport in my life. But after four or five days, I now think not so much about the defeat, but about the pride in in that travelling support, which was fantastic. And now I reckon that Flo Serve and me will learn a whole lot more about ourselves. Is is is, is the next game the most important one then? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. That's one thing I never do. I never look at future fixtures and pick out a game which is like important. Every game comes. As it comes, like, every game's just as important as other. I don't care if it's a friendly. So it's slightly different, isn't it? Because if unless it's a final, then that's just different stuff. If occasionally when Sam gets beat, yeah, yeah. then he has got to really analyse that yeah. performance because it's a one-man performance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got to analyse that. You can't blame anyone else. Whereas football is. Whereas football, yeah. it, it's it's a collective. Mm. It's, I, I don't know how different is it, boys. Well, I'd say this is obviously there's always this saying that you can't win a game of football on your own, which is true. Whereas a boxing, fight, he's got to win it on his got, own. If you don't win it on your own, yeah, yeah. no point fighting, is there? It's like it's just a team sport, and it's a, not a team sport. It's completely different. So he he's probably going to get a lot more out of a defeat than probably yeah. you are because your your group mentality is right. Yeah. Get yeah, yeah. out there, boys. His single mentality is what did mm. I do wrong? Yeah, yeah. Am I? Yeah, I'd say, like, the biggest thing as well is, Sam, before a fight, Sam's got to get himself motivated whereas before a game, there's 15, 20 of us in the changing room with our music on, mm. all getting ready for the game and everything, all up for it, whereas Sam's got to do that himself. I'd say that's one of the big differences, which I... Is it lonely, Sam? Uh, not really, not with the coaches and that, that I've got, not really, lonely. We've got two... Di- you see, I've chosen well, Tony, we've got two completely... Different sports and different setups, different mentalities. But you've got a team sport. <coughs> Neither like school. <laughs> but you've got a team sport like football, and you've got all your mates around you. <coughs> Boxing, you've got your coaches, but basically you're on your own. Cricket is a team sport, but when you're out there batting, you're on your own. And you know that that, that is a, 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 a cricket is a team sport, but it's a very very lonely G- sport. Josh then can hide one afternoon if he's not really <laughs> yeah not never the, happens it never happens <laughs> if it did happen and you, you yeah, weren't yeah. feeling brilliantly and you went yeah. you could almost get through out, w- yeah. without you yeah, get yeah. bailed out he, he can't oh no it's the, that's the other thing as well with with boxing it's like there's a lot more space between like fights fights yeah so like Sam has a lot more time to reflect on it yeah. but sometimes that let's say you get beat and then you've got to wait like a month or two months to your next fight. That's a long time to have that in the mind that you've got to go and put it right next time. Whereas if I get yeah. beat on Saturday, I know the next weekend I can put that right. Whereas he's got to wait a long time to put that right. That's and, the one thing I respect. And this, as well. how does that? You know, you, know, you, you get beat and yeah. you're not in the ring for another four months. That's a long time to wait. Yeah, it is. Yeah, especially you want to get back in there and win again, don't you? Man, you have to, after after four months of waiting, you must be hyped up that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, yeah, uh, just before, because Josh has got to um, to to leave us, I think he's off to see the girlfriend. Um, uh, not today. <laughs> um, you did say that when you get back home and you've lost, you, you're not great company. Does she um, 
Just ignore you then. Which one? Which girlfriend? My mum or my girlfriend? Hang on, hang on, hang on. My mum or my girlfriend? That's what I meant. Which girlfriend? Make a note of this one, Sam, can you please? Yeah. She just ignores me and just gets on with it. She just... Like, she just tells me I did alright and everything even though she wasn't there she'd just be like you did alright and stuff and, and we do like to embarrass I guess so are you in love? no I'm not in love uh, that's a lie in fact alright oh, yeah, I've heard a few rumours about him being yeah, loved up alright oh, okay well we're going to um, have to come back after 9 o'clock with this one then are yeah, we? yeah <laughs> I think at the moment Sam's got to be that was it straight minded? He's straight down the focused. line. Focus. That's he's got to be that focused. Never let any girls get in your way, mate. No, Don't let no. girls get because look, look what's happened to his football form. Hey, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone up. It's gone up. Boys, you're going to come back and see us on a regular basis. Sam stopping. You've got to rush off. I yeah, know yeah. that. Thank um, you very much, Sam, everyone. Sam, Sam, Sam stopping, and you're going to come back and see us um, probably sometime in March when you've had your trip to yeah, yeah. America. Right. Thank you, everyone. Last Wednesday night, Dave Long from. Um, active for today told us all about red january well we invited him back again tonight um to tell us about some I- some about some ideas and places to go things to do people to see uh, how to get fit in newark and sherwood because we all say there's nowhere to go there's nothing to do but inside the next five minutes we're going to be bombarded by places to go and things to do and the man himself's here dave welcome back Good evening, mate. You all right? I'm well, thank you. So, Good. where can I go and where can everybody go to get fit in Newark and Sherwood? Oh, well, the great thing we've got um, in Newark and Sherwood, and uh, particularly Newark, um, speaking locally, there are lots of things that we can do um, locally. And we are quite spoiled in the area, whereas we've got a lot of um, natural woodland, uh, we've got the Trent, etc., etc. There are a lot of um, nice places to um, have physical activity. So, just to also, the NHS is. Um, guidelines are that um, adults get about 150 minutes of moderate activity per week to stay both um, physically and mentally um, well. So that broken down is roughly about 20 minutes a day, which isn't a, a massive amount. And I think we can all agree that we could we could squeeze that in somewhere during the day. But we are aware that obviously um, cost, uh, travelling, etc., can be um, an issue for some people. So we have got just sort of. Um, five or six different ideas make here of things that you can do locally uh, for low or no cost. Fire away. Yeah, great. So, so um, just first of all, is um, one of the, the most basic things that we can suggest is um, walking more and using the car less. Um, so if you are taking the kids to school, can you walk rather than um, drive? Would that get in your 20 minutes? Can you walk to work? Uh, if you do like... Um, walking then as i say locally we are fairly um lucky when it comes to um, natural um uh scenarios that we've got where you can walk around in stapleford woods and by the trent etc um, but if you want to look for walks there's a website um called walking england and they do have a specific um page there for walks that you can do around newark um so that's that's somewhere you can have a look there's walks out to villages and sort of loop around the local area so you can get a, a, a nice walk in um, if you want to go that little bit faster, um, there are, uh, for running, there's the Couch to 5K. So YMCA um, do, a, a, I think it's twice weekly session for a pound where you can do the start training for the Couch to 5K. There's also um, a Couch to 5K app on the NHS website. So you can actually um, do the Couch to 5K program by yourself, just on your phone, um, just around your local estate, local area. But it, it guides you along how to how to start and build to, to do the 5K. 
Um, if you are confident and you then want to start from that 5K or 5K is your starting point, there are the park runs locally. Um, and park runs are completely free of charge. Um, so you've got one at Sherwood Pines. Um, there's one at Newark as well, obviously, on the, um, it starts from the Tom Man Pavilion. Um, they're both on Saturday mornings at 9am. And there is a junior one that's on Sunday mornings at 9am, um, both at Dukeries uh, Academy over in Ollerton, and there's one at, um, at Newark as well on the Sunday. And they're two kilometres. So they're, again, they're completely free of charge. You just need to register on the Parkland website before you go. Um, but they are completely free. Um, and also in Newark, we have two running clubs. So you've got Newark Striders and the Not Fast Running Club, where um, I can't speak for them exactly, but both seem extremely reasonable um, cost per month to actually join that join their club. So there's something you might want to look at as well. If you want more of a sort of a, a social experience from your running, you might want to look at Newark Striders or the Not Fast Running Club. Um, you've also got cycling. So again, whereas you might be... Um, taking the kids to school via the car or um, driving to work. You might want to look at cycling. Um, and on the Newark and Shield website, if you then want to sort of take your bike out and about, there are some cycle routes which use the sort of non-road byways. Um, so you can actually go on some local rides that sort of loop you around, um, around the Newark area. So if you have a look on the Newark Shield website, there is a part there with some cycle runs. Um, am I okay for time, Mick? Am I right to, to carry on? I, I'm, I'm, I'm writing down. I'm, I'm, trying, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get the I wife out to get fit. I'll, I'll yeah. drive her anywhere. No, that's brilliant. Um, and then you've also got the... Um, I hope she isn't listening, Mick, by the way. Um, <laughs> no. You've got the fitness trail on the Sconson Devon Park. So you might have noticed there's some bits of wood sticking out from here and everywhere, but it is actually a, a fitness trail, so you can, you can use that. So there's a lot of the exercises that you can do within the gym um, on that fitness trail at Sconson Devon Park. Um, the other things that I will mention is things like home workout. So um, a real great way of, of getting exercise is through your, using your own body weight. So push-ups, um, sit-ups, squats can all be done at home. And the fantastic thing these days as well with um, YouTube, magazines, DVDs, books, there is a lot of um, access to resource. So you can do little workouts at home go at your pace you know if you're not confident enough to go out there out in a, in a class etc do them from the comfort of your own home um but they're certainly with like the, the youtube videos they are led by fitness professionals as well so there is a load and load of different ways that you can stay uh, active and fit with newark um, and the newark and Sherwood for little or no cost Dave, after 43 years of marriage, you stopped listening to me an awful long time ago. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't that, this is why she uh, likes the sports, show that, um, and the sports show that much. She gets an hour's piece. Oh, you say, yeah, it's your favourite hour of the week, I bet, this week, and, and, and the other place, of course, is I, I, I did actually spend, well, part of the weekend with him, part of the weekend watching football, um, is in the wonderful Sherwood Forest. It, it, it's on our doorstep, and it, whether yeah. you want to go cycling walking or if you've got lots of pennies playing about on a zip wire it's, mm -hmm. uh, it, it's it's a fantastic amenity that we all take for granted and very few of us bother going to it exactly right you've got Sherwood pines and um stapleford woods to go in the other direction as well um so yeah there is really and as i say I, i've been in walking groups before that go um alongside the Trent, you know, there's some lovely walks just going alongside the Trent that really is, I mean, you can't get more on a doorstep than that, so there is lots, you know, staying sitting active doesn't have to um, cost much, if anything we do also, I must just mention as well, there are certain activities that we do from 
the leisure centre sorts of um, walking football, walking cricket, walking netball. We have seated exercise uh, that are all um, low cost as well. So we do some some lower cost um, activities from there that are sort of community um, based activities. So yeah, there is really lots to do. And if you look on the active for today um, Facebook page, and let's say want to have a look. With every single day during Red January, we've put on a different um, suggestions for different activities. So we've actually taken part in activities, then we've posted our experiences on Facebook with a little link of how they can help your um, both physical and mental health um, as well. And as I said, they are not only things that we've done within our leisure centres, but they've been out there in the community, free of charge, low charge as well. And that brings us on to next week's subject. What you're talking about with us is mental health. So Dave... Um We'll all go out for um, a 20-minute walk. Yes, and, yeah, um, we'll see you 20 minutes, mate, yeah. And um, we'll see you next Wednesday night again. Yeah, look forward to it, yeah. Thank you. Brilliant, thanks. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Thank bye-bye. You, bye. <coughs> During the break, while we was getting old, older, Dave, um, Sam was telling me at the moment he, he's on a strict diet. Yeah. Um, that must be killing you. <laughs> yeah, I've got to lose five kilos, so... You, you've actually, I mean, Tony's our boxing expert, but you, even I know you've got weight limits to stay yeah. in. Yeah, you have. Um, and you, as you grow, it must be difficult because as you're growing, yeah, those weight growing, limits yeah, are going to change, bigger, aren't yeah. they? So are you trying to stay in what you're in or are you making an effort to get in the next one? No, I'm trying to stay, I'm trying to get a bit lower, but uh, you're growing, so you've got, you're going to move up some point, but... I think I'm just a bit fat at the minute. I need to get back down. So you're on a strict diet? Yeah. And is that, what, just, you, you know, no fizzy drinks, no, no sweets? No fizzy drinks, water, you know, some not, not even bread, chicken, salads, wraps, stuff like that. I've been doing it since, I, well, not four, but back. I started kickboxing when I was four, and I've been dieting all through that since I was 13, so... So your I'm body and your it. mind's attuned to it, then? Yeah, I'm used to it. But sometimes it gets a bit... Drags on a bit. You know, when you see what you've been never been a sportsman and you have to diet. <laughs> no, no, that's not why you're looking at me when it subjects dieting. <laughs> that's not your favourite subject. <laughs> and mum, of course, is attuned to having to cook your yeah. spe- special meals. <coughs> yeah, yeah, she's, she's always been doing it. You have to get on the weighing scales every single week then, or? Well, every morning I go on them. Every morning? Yeah, just to check it. See how much I've got to lose. Crying. And we're talking to Dave there about keeping fit and fitness, and, and I obviously know you go to the gym and you do all yeah. that, but do you go out running or swimming or yeah. anything like that? Is that part of the routine? Yeah, some some mornings or, you know, after the, sometimes after the gym I go running, or if I can't make it to the gym I'll go running that night, but sometimes, some mornings I wake up before school and go. How many times a week are you at Castlegate? Um, four. Well, last week I was there five, I think. Yeah, five. I, think. I suppose as the as, as, as competition gets closer. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant stuff. Just remind me again then, what what's... I, I know his lordship who's gone running off to be with a girlfriend, um, yeah. even though he claims he's training. Or boyfriend. Uh, yeah, or oh, boyfriend, what, whatever, yeah. <laughs> again, you're own back now, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's off to Arizona in February. What's the first thing that you're looking forward to? Uh, the first thing I'm looking forward to is the championships. This is the schools, is it? Yeah, schools, yeah. And when is this? Um, I think it's around 
March time. Who keeps your diary? The, um, your mum or Dean? Because you yeah. obviously don't. My da- my dad and Dean. Your dad and Dean keep yeah. keep the diary and they just tell you when when you're going. Yeah. <laughs> Br- brilliant. Sam, thank you very much. You're going to come and see us yeah. on a regular basis. Yep. Yeah. Um, throughout 2020. Um, We'll team you both up, up up again sometime after after, after your schools yeah. championships. Yeah. And he's been to he's been to Arizona, and you're going to your schools championships. And then we'll catch up with you both, you both then. But Sam, brilliant! Thank you, thank, thank you. you so much. Now thank next you, week, what you're missing, Mister Smith, is a little bit of athletics and a little bit of cricket. Next Wednesday, I asked Newark AC to put a couple of a, a, a name forward who, who they think they're going to be the next one off their production line of athletes, and they've given me the name of Zoe Smith. So Zoe is new to Radio Newark. Um, she based on the athletic scene last year. Um, she's going to come and talk to us about what um, what twenty twenty is going to hopefully bring for her, and and. Um, alongside her next Wednesday night is somebody that we've talked about an awful lot Rhiannon Nolan Davis um 15 going on whatever playing for the knots under 19s or um <laughs> fast bowler extraordinaire and you talk to anybody involved in in cricket that young lady could potentially go all the way to play international cricket so international cricket international boxing professional footballing if zoe gets it right on the athletic scene and i said they're following in the footsteps of amy hunt and jess weaver and uh, jess weaver and and uh, uh, olivia white who are all internationals we don't do too bad in new york do we how old is zoe 15 15 so you know again the next crop coming through have, have, have we got any more after that we're going cycling with finley bass and of course Finlay is, is banging on the door of um, international status as well it's fantastic I can't wait to meet them all and keep talking about them all through the year but talking of superstars it's Wednesday night and the biggest superstar of the lot is coming to the airways in a minute and he's going to be in a good mood because they got to round four of the FA Cup last night can they beat Oxford and go into uncharted territory the man himself will tell you Doug's next Radio News. 